0: from the Afterbuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream. This is Afterbuzz TV for the Secret Circle. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Secret Circle news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256-1729. That's 424 256 And now picking up where the show leaves off and the buzz continues.
2: It's After Buzz TV for the Secret Circle. Hello. <laughs> I was totally waiting for like a song to come on because I feel like Jesse used to play us a song but and Phil does it because he hates me, but that's all right, Phil. He's Hello, kind of after buzzers, I am your host David Skiffelity for your after buzz show for the secret circle. I don't know what I'm saying. I am joined tonight by my co-hosts, my week to week co-host Billy Nellis. Hi, welcome back <laughs> and. Mia Smith is back. Hey! Welcome back, lady. How was your New Year? Oh, it was so great. It' warm, too, to be
3: in Chicago. I was really, oh, really? surprised. Oh, Yeah. Oh.
2: Well, welcome back to <laughs> LA, and welcome back to After Buzz. We are in episode 11, Fire and Ice. Mm. Mm-hmm. And boy, was it fiery. Yep. Yes. <laughs> and icy. <laughs> <laughs> you
3: could have been I in did, the ice, huh? I didn't find the ice out of
2: the show. No, I think the ice was, like... If you think about it like this, Faye was like an icy bitch. Yeah. It's a little okay. bit of iciness. That's a good way to right? go into that.
3: It's just pretty cold.
2: Pretty cold. Yeah. Anyways, let's just jump right in. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Um, this week was sort of driven by Cassie's storyline, as every week it is always mm-hmm. centrally mm-hmm. driven by what's going on with Cassie and what's going on in her world, but we sort of had a, a little... Melissa action this mm-hmm. week. We haven't really had a storyline for her, I think, since, I think Nick it was either died. episode two or three, Slither,
3: yeah,
2: where she had her own storyline right before Nick died. And this week, she sort of is being introduced back to us as a as a regular. Right.
3: And she was more beautiful. I don't know if anyone called that makeup. She did I was look a lot prettier. Both she and yeah. Faye
2: mm-hmm. looked much... Better put together. Yeah. I don't know if they like, if someone hair and makeup changed or something. Or they maybe. both looked great this They week. both looked amazing. I was, I was like, and Diana looked They all are looking awesome. yeah. Except, Except for, for Cassie. Cassie, yeah. Cassie we the week two week we fix- is getting <laughs> worse. I swear to God, they need to fix her freaking extensions. Yeah. They drive me Her's- crazy. The thing is,
3: it's not that she's getting worse, but everyone around her is just getting more beautiful. Right. And she's just fading. She's yeah. fading in the back. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. And to be the lead and to be like the pretty blonde. Mm-hmm. Right. I need to fix that, right? Either way, Melissa this week had a little bit of friend drama, mm-hmm. we could say, and she's starting to reevaluate her friendship with Frey with Faye. <laughs> her friendship with Faye, right? Excuse me. Um, how do you guys feel
4: about it? I'm glad for it, me too. Um, and it was nice to see this sort of backstory on her and, and Diana yes. having had been friends I was completely before. unaware it's, of
2: the fact that they were friends right, we, before.
4: I, we were sort of led to believe that none of these kids were really friends, but they knew that they, they have this shared power and that's what brought right. them together. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was nice to get a little more of their backstory before Cassie showed up, um, before they realized they were witches, and that these two girls were friends when they were little. Um, and that, you know, as things do, people grow apart, you Friends in as you get older, aren't yeah. always your friends in high school, and things just changed. Um, but it was nice to see that as she is going through this change with her relationship with Faye, um, that she and Diana are becoming closer again. And I was excited for that because I feel like it's gonna bring Melissa back into the fold mm-hmm. and make her someone of a higher importance, a person um,
2: of interest, right? Yeah, and if it, was, you will. it was
3: nice to see her like with the group and that and that you know Faye sidekick but she actually kind right, of stood alone a little she bit sort
2: today. of had been like brushed to the to the sidelines yeah. as a sidekick even though she was part of the circle right. right and she's at this point standing out on her own and being mm-hmm. like at, we saw towards the end of the episode that she was like i was i have an allegiance to faye but at the end of the day i'm here for the better of the circle mm-hmm. and i'm not your puppy anymore. And and
3: not just that, she she, you know, it was just like, I'm not just here for the circle, but I'm here for me. Like, I want to do school activities. I want to, you know, get back in contact with my old friends. And it was just, you know, her being about Melissa.
4: Right. And it was also, I mean, very notable that she's sort of Becoming afraid of Faye, understandably after mm-hmm. what Faye did this week, mm-hmm. she's realizing that this isn't the person
2: who I want to be aligned with. This, this, is not safe for me. Yeah, to right. Be but at the same Faye. time, she still has that. Right. Like I, she's still my friend, and I want to protect her, her. Yes, but she cares for her exactly. But she just doesn't know how to, to f- help her exactly. Yeah,
3: and without it's being mixed up in it.
2: Right, without getting yeah. too involved in the crazy drama of it all, she still wants to help her old friend out. Right, mm-hmm. I would love
4: to see Melissa ha- get like a love interest. Me too. Everyone else has got <laughs> one. <It's laughs> hot, everybody though. has one,
2: but Melissa, they killed herself. Yeah. Somewhere down the road. We don't need it yet, but I do want to see that at some right. point. Right. We also did find out that her cousin Holden is gone for good. Right? Yeah,
3: they kind of nipped that in the bud real quick. <laughs> right. He quick. came
2: and went. He came and went. He had one episode, it four was, lines. What
3: was
4: so funny was the way that Diana asked about Holden <laughs> this week, and we haven't seen Holden for literally five episodes. And she's like, "Hey, he's holding around, so I can take him to the dance." Like, no, have you seen him in the past month <laughs> of your life? And how random is that? Because they were just
3: dancing upon each other like those five episodes ago, and you you didn't get his number. You have no idea right? that he left town.
4: <laughs>
2: no. <laughs> None of that even crossed. My it was mind. just such a lazy. It's the it, was, CW. it was obviously like
4: such a lazy way, but they had to do it that way. Right? They had to, to establish that he's gone. Right? But and not
2: coming back. So lazy. Because apparently, when he came back, he was like, "I'm taking a semester off school," mm-hmm. oh. and semester's this week, over. <laughs> semester's over. Apparently, <laughs> that was six months that went by really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no bye, Holden. No. Nope. We hardly knew ye. Yes. I'm sorry that you had to leave. Oh well. Oh well. There goes Danny. He wasn't really interest.
3: that hot anyway. He didn't kind of he didn't really do no, did for group. me. But you
2: know, they made a huge to-do about bringing him in. They we were did. like, there's a new character being introduced. It's Melissa's cousin. Who knows what's going to happen with him? And he was like nothing. Absolutely nothing. nothing.
4: I think there was just enough that I don't know if it was a casting mistake, if there was some Clearly. sort of I mean obviously, but it, it was very weird that they made such a big deal about that character and then... And the actor. For it to literally yeah. have been nothing. Right. He just... There was, like, no... There was, no, was no cohesion. <laughs> fit. Like, it just was, like, trying to shove your hand into your shoe. Like, it didn't make any sense. He, like, <laughs> had
2: no place there. While your foot is in it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> oh, because you can stick your hand in your shoe pretty easily, but, I don't feel but you can't, you know, right? That's
3: <laughs> it's true. You're not going to walk around with shoes on your, shoes hands. On your feet, shoes on, mean, hands. on your
2: hands. Yes,
3: making up today.
2: <laughs> that's what I'm doing.
3: I'm, I'm with you. This I'm is, you,
2: is after Buzz TV gold. Yep. Okay. We are. <laughs> that's going to be our putting words into the urban dictionary.
3: <laughs> Speaking of gold, this <laughs> is very so random,
2: but look at that shiny uh, bracelet you have. This there. is my fire and ice. <laughs> Right here, it's nice. on my wrist. I like it. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> but speaking of fire and ice, Faye, oh, the big bitch in town mm. is back. Yeah, we've seen her since the circle was bound, trying to get her. <laughs> Her own magic back. Her, like, what, what do you call it? Your sing- her single magic? I think so. Like solo magic. Her solo magic. magic. Yeah. Thank you. So she's been trying to get her solo magic back since. She can open her lock. <laughs> exactly. Like, it is the only thing that's been on her mind, which is what has been driving Melissa a little crazy and mm-hmm. been driving, like, Melissa and Faye apart. Right. Is that Fay has had this one track mind as to how she's going to get it back. And she's sort of found a way with Lee.
4: Right. I mean, she's really been like a dog with a bone with this from the minute the from show started. From the get-go, started. yeah. You have metaphors. All, <laughs> they're great.
2: That's literally
4: the entire propulsion of this character yeah. has been, mm-hmm. get my magic. That is have my so,
2: magic, be the most powerful, yeah. mm-hmm. who can I hurt with it, who can I claim with it.
4: And what's so interesting is, like, in the past couple of episodes, I think before we came back, before we went to break, the first couple of episodes right before that, was did a great deal to sort of humanize Faye. And as we've come back from break, yeah. we've pulled away from that. Um, and I don't know if it was just, they, you know, as it's the first season, they're trying everything and seeing what works, and they're realizing they do need a propulsive teen villain, and she fits that
2: for them. Right, and it just makes sense to have a villain within the circle as opposed to an outside villain, right. like with the witch hunters. Right, mm-hmm. Not to say that they won't come back, but... It's good to have a little tension within our Circle. main characters, right? And,
3: well, they 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 blew that tension up. Uh, uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> to say the among least, other things. among <laughs> amongst other things, Faye is sort up. of blowing up the school in more ways than one. Yeah, I mean, Lee comes to her. And granted, he might not have the best intentions in mind.
3: And she chooses to trust him anyway. And you would think as a witch, like, this is what bothers me with television shows. You would think with this added power that she would have a little bit more um, intuition.
2: Or common (laughs) sense. That too. (laughs) And you just... But she's sort of blindsided, I feel like. She like... So, exactly, she is so intent on getting her magic back that she will do literally anything. Anything, and of course, I mean it's this gorgeous
4: man who, <laughs> like,
2: doesn't hurt. Like, doesn't hurt. He was bringing like you back to his if dark was lair. Some, like,
4: hunchback ogre coming in, sure. like she'd be like, "Okay, get out of here."
2: But he's- but that's the thing. I would be more apt to trust the hunchback ogre <laughs> than this like good-looking human stud. Like no powers exactly. Like why not trust the hunchback? See, I, I, devil in disguise. I don't know about the no powers.
4: I feel like I, there's more to be learned about Lee. Well, yeah, I, can I see mean, that, yeah. he
2: is definitely a little shady. We saw that when he was performing this like voodoo extraction spell, black magic extraction spell, mm-hmm. that he cut Faye's back five times and wiped it up with a napkin and he put that in his Kept pocket. It. Yeah. So clearly, he did say to Faye. I'll ask a favor of you at some point, right? And then, and then he said, "When I <sighs> get you into bed,
3: oh yeah, that's going to be for
2: a favor." No, he, it like that. No, he said,
3: say, when, we when, we, "When we have sex, it will not be because of a deal."
2: Oh, it's pretty racy. Right? That was that, that was a good TV line. I, that was
3: really I a I good line. I like,
4: needed a fan and a glass <laughs> of lemonade.
3: Oh. <laughs> I love the glass of lemonade reference. The
4: fainting couch. Yeah. <laughs> I was like an old southern lady wanting to drop at that that was good That for that you. was a really that
3: was that was a sexy line. Like oh, even I, mean, I was, was just great.
2: like oh. it was a good line. Okay. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> when we have sex. Like I don't even know if I'm ever bold enough to say something like that to someone.
2: Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Let alone to a teenage girl. If
3: we get their teenagers.
2: Like, you forget that they're teenagers because they speak like adults. But this is the CW and they are, what, sophomores in high school? Oh my gosh,
3: exactly. So how old is this league guy?
2: He's of age. I don't know. He's not in school. Well, we don't know how old he is. But either way, he does not have the best intentions in mind. Whether it be... He
4: knows more than
2: he's He knows Mm -hmm. a lot more. Mm Mm-hmm because yeah. he was able to hunt Faye down one to get to school and find out that she's clearly in a circle mm-hmm. it's more than just Faye and Melissa he was like there's the blonde girl what did he call him he was like the emo, the emo kid. kid the blonde girl and the the girl scout yeah yes Yes.
4: All
2: right. he was like you're clearly in a circle just by seeing them Right. Mm-hmm. He it knows who's a witch and who isn't a witch. Yeah. So clearly there's a lot more going on there than he's leading on to believe. And Faye's just along for the ride, going blindly. Right. Well, he's dangling this golden carrot in front of her, and she's going to take she him wherever he it. wants to go. Right. Mm-hmm. And so she go. they go through with the spell, and he's like, all we need is something personal of hers, and you have to be close to her. Mm-hmm. So Faye lures her back into lures her to the dance and is like, "I'll be there. I'll give you what you want, whatever." To steal her magic, and lo and behold, the spell goes wrong. Right. Yeah.
3: Supposedly, I don't know. He could have.
2: Well, he could have done something. He could have very well known that it was not going to do exactly what he thought it was going to do. He did explain Mm -hmm. that he was like, "Oh, well, maybe her magic is too strong for this type of spell." Which I think he was lying. I don't believe. Yeah. Uh, And he. Sort of forced Faye to hurt her friends. Yeah, in friends it was in all quotes. for it. Yeah, he was
3: like, "Well, you have the power." I mean,
2: I got you what you wanted. <laughs> it yeah. may not be the results that you were expecting, and I loved her line at the end. She was like, "I wasn't trying to hurt anybody, except you were trying to hurt Cassie." Well, he'd said it wouldn't hurt. Yeah, she did he ask
4: would it hurt She said, her. "Well, it hurt her," and he initially said, "No, it shouldn't."
2: It shouldn't, but that leads you. That should immediately send up a red flag and be like, "Well, it shouldn't, but it might." Yeah, it yeah. could. Yeah, there's I'm a going strong to possibility <laughs> that, that she just wants going to get the hurt. garage voodoo priest. That it's right? not gonna hurt And he screwed up last time. Why are you going to believe him the second time around? Yeah. Thank you.
3: But we got to go with it. We got to go I with mean, it. Gotta
4: go. Like, me I mean, we got to go with it. I mean, like, <laughs> I, think, I think what it is is, one, she's so hungry for it. And two, the way that he was able to discern what they were and know what they were, I think, is what led her to trust him. Right. Because, or at least believe that he could do it. Not so much trust him, but know that he could do what he said he was going to do because he was able to realize who the witches were. Right. And he seems to have this knowledge, regardless of whether he has the power. So if, I, I'm going to say that that's what led her to... To go along with it and believe that it would work,
2: um, obviously it was hmm. still foolish, and it was extremely <laughs> foolish. I mean, and, and how we're left with Faye going back to him is saying dangerous. that she's done with the circle, yeah, and they're dead to her, basically. Is a very dangerous place to leave it.
3: And shouldn't she already tell that her with solo power is dangerous to begin with? Like she walked into, she had solo power for less than five minutes, walking into a dance and set this thing on fire. Well, like, like how is either that?
2: way, <laughs> when she had solo power before they bound the circle, she was completely reckless with it. Yeah, she right. almost killed that girl. <laughs> yes, exactly.
3: <laughs> she did kill the girl.
2: Yeah, they had to bring, yeah, back they had to to bring her back to life. That's right. So it's sort of a telltale sign that this girl is like a little, little bit of a loose cannon. Mm-hmm. A little? Just a-
5: <laughs> yeah. You know,
2: not too crazy. <laughs> she's like, she's only John killed evil. one person.
3: And now that she doesn't care about her circle, <laughs> she's going
2: to kill everybody.
4: <laughs> what I do think, though, that was interesting was at the end, when she was so angry at the way they were treating her, and she was like, you know, when I realized it, would, it was hurting you, I stopped it. Right. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, I, I do, I sort of felt for her, because she's like, this when she said, How does this bitch get a free pass and I'm the one burned at the stake? Right. Like, Cassie yeah. has done so many things that have brought danger to them too, regardless of their accidents. So I, I sort of did feel for her in that moment. She's like, I, I tried to stop it. She's like, When I knew it was hurting you, I stopped it. Right. But, but I think the she's, huge. I think what she was saying, even though, like, she. It was out of her need to get power, that's what did it. It was still also an accident. Like, it in was. her mind, she didn't know that it was going to hurt them. Right. So it's like Cassie has never done anything but accidentally bring danger to them, and, realistically, Faye only accidentally brought them the danger as well. So I did understand
2: her. But Faye's, like, accidental harming of them was brought upon for selfish reasons. Right. And she was doing it for her own personal gain.
3: True. And um, and and Cassie has a clean slate with them, you know, like they don't they Cassie's don't have a new any girl. history. Yeah. Whereas Faye has has had a history even before Magic as being a bad girl. Right. And so it's always just like, well, here you go again. She's an easy know? target. Yeah.
2: Granted, but yeah. you reap what you sow. Yeah. True. Yeah. Okay. You you didn't want to hurt anybody, but, but you did. But you did, and this isn't the first time and you didn't have to do this. Exactly. You didn't have to. It's True. You could have come to your circle and been like, look, hey, I want. Solo magic, which they all know, I'm not gonna get it. So let's just practice magic together. Yeah. And As opposed and to her saying, "like I just want a little magic to play with." Yeah, yeah. yeah. This isn't a game, Faye. People's lives are at stake. Clearly, and you're then, a psychopath
3: c- completely. And then, and then to take it from a member of your circle, like it's, it's, not, right. it's not like you just gained solo power. You purposely took power from someone who's supposed to be, you know, your friend. Right. Right. True. So yes, we're going to turn on you. Although I did feel bad, and I wrote like, "Man, does Cassie always get a free pass?" <laughs> like,
2: I feel bad too. But you know what, Cassie is new to all of this. Yeah, she came into it late in the game. She still doesn't have complete control over her reg her white magic as opposed to her dark magic, which is sort of taking over. But and she tries to. She's do the right trying thing. to learn, and she's doing her the best that she can. I think mm-hmm. at this point, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and speaking of Cassie she spent the in, this entire episode trying to learn about her father. Yep.
3: Which is also kind of very similar to Faye trying to get solo power, both being driven by um, sort of dark uh, issues there.
2: Yeah. And, and I think despite the fact that Cassie may be... Looking into the dark magic side of her family, she is doing it with the best intentions at mind. She wants to try and neutralize it and understand. Right. And I think, if not just neutralize it, just understand Understand more of it and maybe learn how to control her dark magic. And I think it's very compelling to watch her look, try and find anything she can about her family's history because. She was taken out of the town at such a young age and, and shielded by so much of this. Speaking of which, of where the hell is her grandmother? We literally wrote that down. Yes. She, last week she was off at a healer's. And-
4: right.
5: N- and this
2: week, no makes She's still living at Diana's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, either way, she's... Because that would be the best person to go to, obviously, as yes. opposed to Ethan. But she... Goes to the town hall and I think this week she got sort of distracted by Adam who is looking at her all dreamily and telling her I'll help you out let's go look at the city's records and he was
3: a lot more aggressive this uh, he was episode. very
2: aggressive <laughs> he is gung-ho about getting into cassie's pants
3: he's like diana look you need to <laughs> let that Tell girl know okay. it is cool okay
2: <laughs> that's very ballsy to go to your ex-girlfriend to be like look i want to kiss cassie mm-hmm. can you hook it up I thank know, you essentially
3: handle that <laughs> i was like whoa adam yeah here we go
2: I mean good for him finally taking the reins to get what he wants mm-hmm. and we finally got to see ethan ethan's been gone for a long time and i have a, a little interview with him but as we know he's always in the back of the bar mm-hmm. Yeah. watching love over that. everything back of the bar well yeah because he's not actually there but you know. <laughs> he's watching over his restaurant whether or not he's on screen right
3: now, see, I took it as he was always drinking as in the well, back of the bar. Okay.
2: yeah. <laughs> Although he has been sober for a while. For two weeks. That's right. Yeah. He said that. Two weeks. I've been sober he for two weeks. He wants to be a better dad. He wants to be a better man.
3: And got teary-eyed at the mention um, of Cassie's mom.
2: <laughs> right. Well, I mean, there's a lot to be discovered, I think, still about Ethan and his role that he plays on the show. Right. I mm-hmm. think they've... They sort of put his character to the backburn for a while. Backburner now for a while. But yeah. he is I think going to be instrumental in the next few episodes into telling the story of what happened possibly 16 years ago Mm -hmm. and possibly who Cassie's lineage is. Right.
4: Yeah. And you know that he, he seems to sense that something's going on because at the end, after the whole accident, everyone was outside and he found rushed up and, and found Adam and said, Oh, I was, I couldn't find you. And he's like, Adam says, yeah, that was really weird in there and trying to, Cover it, like brush
2: it away. Mm-hmm. You see Ethan g- look at at Cassie. Cassie. right? Because and, she did say something to him mm-hmm. in the in the dance in the hallway where she was like, "I think I'm my father's daughter." Mm-hmm. Right. And he and told so her, "You're he's... you're not defined by your parents." Right. But you can be whomever. That, I think he thought she did it.
3: I think so too. <laughs> the look because they were just yeah. talking just about, the yeah, yeah, yeah. fire.
2: And I think he's finally becoming attuned to the fact that the children have figured out that they have magic. Yeah. yeah, and that they've made a circle and they've bound it because this might have, you could tell with the look in his eye that he, this fire at the school sort of reminded him of mm-hmm. the fire at the boathouse.
4: Mm-hmm. I think it's so interesting. Is dark magic always seems to be like with the fire, like the dark magic always creates starts a fire. I
3: definitely think that is that's the the most dramatic way to show it on television. Yeah, you know, it is. <laughs> Like, dark favorite. magic, fire, death, heat, <laughs> orange, red. Like, it's yeah. just, ah. Uh,
2: those are the colors <laughs> of evil. <laughs> but Cassie finds out that the house, in all her research, right. Right. which doesn't take her very far, the house that the kids have been practicing their magic in is sort of their, like, little witch house her father used to own. Yeah. Or still does, if he is dead, if he's still alive. Cassie technically would be the next owner and she finds in the basement a symbol Mm -hmm. which is a symbol that she remembers from her book as being what we later find out is a symbol to extract or channel dark magic Mm -hmm. Right now whether or not she's toying with channeling her dark magic. I don't know if that's necessarily the best idea. How do you guys feel I about her? I think she was like- trying
3: to extract it, wasn't she?
2: Yeah, I think, I think,
4: I mean, she says towards Anne that she thinks that her dad was trying to figure out a way to extract his own. Mm-hmm. And that's what he was trying to do. And, and I, and this is more for predictions, and I have a feeling that his attempts at extraction are very closely linked to what happened sixteen years ago.
2: Yeah. Oh, um, I'll interesting. Talk about that more in a we will bit. talk about that. But in I, a so cheese. I think
4: that that's I don't I think more than channeling she's she wants to she wants to try and see if that can get rid of it and put it somewhere harmless.
3: Although I, although I do think that it's just a a thought because she did mention last week how you know she liked. Yeah. How that power, like, you know, like, right, she likes it. Was, it was dangerous,
2: so, but it was fun. Mm-hmm.
3: So I good. I think she, she may want to get rid of it just so that she's not um, taken over by it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think a part of her wants to figure out just if yeah. she can control
4: it. Yeah, I right. think that's the bigger thing. <laughs> I think that is the, the bigger to thing. harness it and control it yeah. and not
2: let it control her. And I think the most important thing that happened in this episode is that we saw Adam and Cassie... Makeout <laughs> session, backlit. Right. Yes. Right. You so saw that beautiful. the light. I was like, ooh. And then Jake walks back in. But the close up. Uh, <laughs> Jake is back. Yes.
3: Looking so good. He just has Looking that good. um that stoic, like,
2: it works. Angel face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but. The last saw Jake leaving town with the Witch Hunters so he's back whether Ooh. he's back for good I mean we know he's back for good because he is, has been made a series regular but what his intentions are well, he did save Cassie and Melissa he did save Cassie and Melissa or so we think
3: I he did I think he, he did because they he shot the boots again yeah. as he walked down that's yeah. true
2: that's true it was the boots it was Jake it's Jake the boots. saved him he's good he's back yeah uh, I think that's everything right yeah. um is there anything else you guys feel like we missed? No, that was pretty much the episode. Right? Yeah, yeah. that was it. Shut All time. right. So we're going
3: to... Oh, I have a question. Yeah. But I don't remember it. It just slipped my mind. I meant to write it down when I <laughs> thought it. and <laughs> It went away. Well, we're
2: going to jump to commercial okay. break. You think about your commercial. <laughs> my we'll <be> commercial? <laughs> Whatever. Your question. <laughs> we'll be back with your your secret circle news and gossip. Okay. After
6: Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzz TV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV.
0: AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about?
4: <laughs> so creepy. I live
3: for it. That is the smoothest commercial every, every time it gets to me.
2: Alright, well I think we Welcome should. back everybody. We're gonna jump right into your After Buzz TV news and gossip for Secret Circle.
0: AfterBuzz yeah. TV news.
2: Billy. Alright, well, veering into the darker
4: corners of Cassie's power has been a welcome challenge for former Life Unexpected star Britt
2: Robertson. Yes, if you've never watched the show, it was so good. The First season.
4: <laughs> Last week's new episode turned up the evil volume as viewers got a chance to see the Teen Witch in action, once with a dream sequence and again an in a tense scene that almost resulted in Adam's strangulation. Mm. But while playing the darker moments have been fun, Robertson admits it's not something she'd want to see take over her character's life. It's cool to see every now and then she says of course i don't want to see cassie be fully evil it's difficult because you don't want to shock the audience with something that's completely out of left field so there has to be a gradual build and build it has with more to come quote at this point she's been given the opportunity and power and she can't deny that it's something she has to take on from this point forward and she'll have to take on that responsibility but it will be a struggle for sure she says
2: ah interesting very mm-hmm. interesting so it sort of seems like she's going to embrace her dark magic right, and in the future about this, I keep talking I know
4: I keep harping on it but I, I, that's like so exciting to me for them to put their lead in a position to potentially be the villain right I
3: like it I like that I think it's I
4: fantastic th- I, yeah
3: and it seems it's, it seems like it's going there
4: yeah
2: We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> well, Adam Harrington teases details from Chance Harbor's perennial overtalkative daddy witch. The next three episodes, Ethan goes through a lot, he says. I'm really excited about them. Ethan may have his own ideas about who he wants to ally with. Charles and John think they're just going to use Ethan as a pawn, but Ethan starts to get his own ideas about what he's going to do. I've always maintained that town drunk Ethan Conant is wasted in the back room of the bar in more ways than one. We've seen him wax lyrical about messing with fate. We've seen him break Diana's heart, and Mm -hmm. we've seen him drink. A lot. (laughs) And even if it's all done in a sexy way, there's still a lot of blank space surrounding this character that could be filled in any number of delicious ways. But now with three Ethan storylines about to hit TV screens starting this week, it seems the fire may be well and truly lit under Ethan Conant at last. Ethan's been the guy in the background, explains Adam. He's the write-off. He's the drunk father. He's not really there for his son. He's been saying things he shouldn't, and we just write him off as the drunk. What starts to happen is that what we're assuming may be going on may not actually be the real truth. What we're assuming with Ethan... The interviewer says He pauses considering his answer Ethan might not be a drunk Because he's a drunk Ethan may be trying to forget A Mm. lot of things Which is really exciting When we start to see what they are Which I can't talk about Which makes it even more exciting Mm. The internet is abuzz with hints That Cassie and Jake will pull Not just the other circle members But Charles, Don, and Ethan too Into an extremely dangerous situation Mm. In an attempt to finally discover More about that day could the events of fire and ice and witness act as a prelude to some enormous and cataclysmic event? Adam says, quote, I can tell you that where part of the episode takes place was really spooky. I can't tell you where or how it fits in, but it's dark and dark. It's haunted, it's wild, and it has to do with what happened 16 years ago. When we, the cast, were all there, we were just blown away by how this location fits into the story and by things we discovered about what happened 16 years ago. We've always assumed, and this is something Andrew Miller has said that Ethan had nothing to do with what happened 16 years ago, and we start to find out that maybe that's not the case. Oh. Mm. I like this. Interesting. Mm. I think that sort of sets us up perfectly. Yes. For predictions. Yeah.
3: Agreed.
1: (laughs) What (laughs)
2: the hell is this?
1: What inside of this? It's my breaking news because I have some news for you this week. Oh. Tell me. It has nothing to do with Secret Circle, but it has everything to do with us. Okay. Okay. David, I will let you guess what it may be.
3: something spotlight is on you anything
1: with the golden globes Uh, no actually no okay Uh, uh, this (laughs) news comes that uh, we're uh, as we for those of you don't know our new website is up Uh, it's still the same link afterbuzzTV.com and uh, so from now on all of our shows will be streamed from there so next week uh, you you no longer have to go to ustream.tv uh, slash After Buzz TV. Just go to AfterBuzzTV.com. We're making it simpler. It's a lot easier to find your shows, whatever shows you love, um, nice. and get all your episodes. Terrific. And so, uh, so you'll stream there. We will put up a thing on UStream saying, "Hey, you know, uh, we'll make it fun." I don't, don't want to ruin the joke because we, uh, Kevin and I, have been writing a fun joke for that. But okay. <laughs> I did want to, I did want to say that to you, fans. So spread the word. Uh, let your friends know. If your friend doesn't know about After Buzz TV, just say, "Hey, all your sh- all your shows are now After TV. He's like, "What's that?" Just be like, oh, you don't know about AfterBuzz TV? I don't want to talk to you. You're lame. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that to your friends. Don't tell your friends they're lame. <laughs> tell them to tune into AfterBuzz. Yes, tell them that. Tell them that. But anyways, so uh, so I just wanted to make sure we got that news and gossip out. Um, and now on to your predictions.
2: Thank you for Thank that. Thank you. So excited.
0: <laughs> and now, your AfterBuzz TV.
1: Yeah, the lights even <laughs> I love it. It's amazing. I watched, I watched the fame. That was good. Thank I love you. It. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. All right. So what wait, did we see? Wait, I even yeah, have another surprise me. for you. <laughs> how, <laughs> about, how about I throw in a caller to help you out with predictions? Hey, let's
5: do
2: it.
1: All right, caller, you're on the
5: line.
2: Hi, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from?
5: Hey, it's Casey from Columbus.
2: Hey, Casey, hey, Casey. from Columbus. Thank you for joining us. How are you
5: guys doing? Good great. <laughs> Thank you. How are you? <laughs> pretty good. So what'd you think um, of tonight's so show,
4: Casey? Oh, uh, what was that? What'd you think of tonight's show?
5: Uh I I thought it was pretty cool. Um I think the only thing that bothers me is the uh the whole Adam and Cassie thing. I'm not really buying it. Um, <laughs> like I know he kinda likes her, but I think he's taking the whole space thing. Like, too much, like, even before he kissed her, he was talking about, um, like, faith is important to him. I know this, I'm not really buying the relationship, and it's just, like, not appealing to me, so.
2: Did you feel as about awkwardly that. about their kiss as I did? Because their kiss it to me a seemed great kiss. very strange.
5: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah,
4: yeah, I, I think that there's a, a weird lack of chemistry between the two actors. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely am much more interested whenever Cassie's interacting with Jake. Yes. Um, And I think that a lot of viewers, I'm assuming you probably pulled more towards that relationship rather than her with Adam.
5: Yeah, definitely.
4: Yeah. And I think that they've sort of responded to that. I think that, I mean, fingers crossed that's why Chris Zilka is coming back as Jake as a series regular. Because I think that they realized that that... Worked much better. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that yeah. Thomas Decker isn't a great romantic lead. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah.
3: Well, the first episode, like, you know, they played up that chemistry between them. But then once they let it go, it it went. It's gone.
4: Yeah.
2: It's
3: yeah. not exist.
2: <laughs> so how did you feel about Faye tonight? What were your thoughts on her?
5: Uh, I don't know. She's just, like, really weird. I don't know. She's kind of, like... I don't know, really power hungry. I'm not really sure why, and I'm like trying to figure out exactly why she wants the power so bad. And it's just like her character's kind of becoming really really weird, so right. I don't know where she's going and I don't
4: know. Yeah, she she is sort of I would say spiraling out of control uh-huh. in yeah. her quest yeah. for this power. I do I mean, I do think I understand where her where her hunger for the power comes from, mm-hmm. because she was the one who was so reluctant to um close the circle um yeah. and and what that meant in terms of solo power um but it is as we saw this week, I do think that it's veering into sort of dangerous, much mm-hmm. more dangerous territory than it even was before um yeah. and I think I mean hopefully we'll see i don't know she she's left she thinks she's
2: left the circle, so I don't know what what road. Phase going for down. now, for now. We'll have to wait and see. Um, but we were jumping right into predictions. Do you have any predictions as to what's going to happen next week?
5: Oh, I mean, I think, obviously, the the truth about what happened 16 years ago, finally, mm-hmm. we'll actually get to see what's Do happening. you think um, that we're
2: going to get, like, a full truth or just a half-truth?
5: I think... From the looks of it, like, kind of, like, maybe a little foreshadow. I'm not sure if, like, the full truth is going to come out. Um, It's kind of confusing because it kind of shows, like, apparently he wants her to be in his dream or something, and I don't know if they can, like...
2: Well, they showed in the preview that Jake says that he was there right 16 years ago. Yeah,
5: so that was kind of weird. I didn't really understand that. They can, like, change it or, I don't know kind
4: of interesting mm-hmm. yeah if i mean what i sort of guessed from that was that jake was so young that he doesn't really know what he saw right yeah but if somebody could go into his memory and and see the memory f- what he saw as an old older he, they could understand what he looked at and help him understand what he saw um which is sort of what i took from that me too um like he was just too young because he was only like two years old when right. it happened. He's only two or three years older than the circle. Right. Um so I think I mean, think back to things that you sort of remember when you were three. You don't really understand like what they were. Mm. Nothing. I remember nothing. Right. <laughs> right. It's almost <laughs> but they're that, there. But somehow. they're there somewhere. And so if she could go in there and if this new ability that we didn't know that they have, this this sort of Harry Potter esque yeah. um looking at memories I'm very interested to see this this road we're going down next week
3: and, and, and going back to what, what you were saying Casey about it probably just being like a foreshadow I think it may just be just kind of uh, the story from one person or two people's uh, angles like what they saw so maybe you'll only see what the little two-year-old saw from his corner of the room or wherever he was and situated and that'll only open
4: up more questions exactly
2: well yeah yeah, yeah. Um, was there anything particular about tonight's episode that you wanted to discuss
5: um, I actually didn't really notice it's like, after, but, like, Don and Charles weren't in it, so I was kind of, like, yeah. curious oh, good as call. like, why, because, like, last week they were, like, they kind of had, like, a big part, mm-hmm. not big, but, like, uh-uh. an important part of that episode, so I was kind of, like, curious as to why they weren't part of this one, it's, like...
2: Well, I do think that if we're jumping into the past in next week's episode that Don and Charles are going to mm-hmm. be playing a larger part in the episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did I did notice that when we were watching
4: us sort of like, oh there I mean there's no Jane, we haven't seen her for a while, there's yeah. no Don and Charles this week. Um, but Ethan is But back. we got Ethan back, so it was sort of like a give and take. And,
3: and we got Melissa back.
4: And yeah. we got Melissa we got back. Melissa so they back. I mean I think it was and they, Jake.
2: They, and Jake.
4: There wasn't much room for them by way of letting <laughs> these other people factor in so that they could all be a part of what's coming next. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that was what that was about. Any any other thoughts you've got for us?
5: Um, yeah, okay, I just had a quick question, um, like, what were you guys' thoughts about, like, Jake coming back, because I know, um, last time he promised Adam that he wouldn't come back, so I'm kind of wondering, like, if, like, the Witch Hunters got to him, like, if his intentions are good or bad, like, yeah, he saved Cassie, but, you know, you never know with Jake, so I'm kind of, like, wondering, like, why exactly he's come back, like, I know, it's not just like help the circle. There's like something else. I was wondering what you guys thought about him coming back.
3: Well, the romantic in me wants to say that he came back for Cassie. <laughs>
5: <laughs> right. I mean, that's, that's what, I, that's what I
3: want to say. <laughs>
5: <laughs> but I
2: think at the end of the day, Jake does have other intentions as to coming back. I mean, he's never been the best guy. He mm-hmm. doesn't have. Yeah. We saw him in the first part of the season having really dark intentions, but. Mm-hmm. I think at this point he is coming back for the better of the circle. Mm-hmm. I hope. I mean I I, 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 I could hope, only hope yeah. if they made him a series regular they would have to make him one of the good guys. Right. Yes. And maybe
3: he learned something that he can, you know, contribute. Help them yeah. Too. Right, and we
2: did see sort of at the end of the, the first half of the of the first season that he didn't necessarily want to go with the witch hunters mm-hmm. but he did for the better good. Exactly.
3: He made that deal.
2: He did make that deal. Yeah, I think to we see, have do
5: or Cassie. Do think that like whole, do You think that whole Witch Hunter their is like over now or
2: mm. Mm. Um, I think it's done for now. I not, think I for, don't think for good. Not I don't think good. for not good, not good but I think for now. I think they're they're sort of they've sort of been playing up this whole like good versus evil Cassie yeah. versus Faye thing. And I think that's how we're gonna end the season, but the witch hunters will be back.
4: Yeah. And we're also obviously gonna delve into what happened la- sixteen years ago. So. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So it's exciting. Well thank you for calling in, Casey.
5: Thank you very much. And
1: thank hopefully you. you can join us again next week. Casey, are you spreading the good word of AfterBuzz? Am I what? Spreading the good word of AfterBuzz on behalf of these guys.
5: I am. Thank you. <laughs> thank
4: alright. you. Thanks so much for calling in, Casey. Thank we we'll you, to Colin, okay?
5: Have a good night. You too. You too.
2: Well, from everyone here at After Buzz TV, from myself, David Skiffaletti.
3: Oh, we got a shout out. We got a shout out. <laughs> oh, we have a quick shout out. We got a shout out. out. Do um, it. It is now after midnight. So, to all my sorors of Delta Sigma Theta sorority, happy Founders Day. Happy
2: Founders happy Day, Found- everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, from myself, David Skiffaletti, Mia Smith, Billy Nellis, Phil Svita, Kevin Undergar, Maria Menunos, thank you for tuning in. Thank you. And we'll see you again next week, 11 Pacific Standard Time.